Grab your favorite cup. We're about to pour you a glass of the most wholesome drink. Our goal is to amplify marginalized voices through subjects that matter. We will do this by discussing subjects that are uplifting, gainful, and truthful, no matter how uncomfortable they may be, in hope of gaining clarity and invoking progressive change. Of course, we'll sprinkle on some off-color topics to make our discussions more palpable. Welcome, Welcome to, to Urban, Urban Proper. Hello! Oh, hello, dearest darlings. It is us. We be here. And we be Urban Proper. Proper Urban is fuck. And I be Shisha the Cuddler, self-proclaimed queen of everything the light touches. And it be Darius the Destroyer, self-proclaimed destroyer of all things. Booty hoes. Definitely booty hoes. <laughs> That's never not going to be favorite. <laughs> like, ever. It's funny because it's true. It's true. <laughs> so, sorry, y'all. As usual, I'm eating. Of course. What are we talking about today, Shish? We are talking about the black box. We have officially made it to episode four of season two. Holy shite. Oh my goodness. Didn't think we'd make it. Actually, I knew we'd make it. Yeah. I was 100% convinced that we'd make it because yeah. we're the shit. And we were just having, you know, like we talked about it, little hiccups mm-hmm, or whatever, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. stuff happened. We're here. Um, we talk about the black box a lot. And I felt, we felt like it was time to actually have an episode about the black box because it's a big box. And to those who are just now tuning in, the black box is just this metaphor for things that are black, Mm -hmm. uh, the black diaspora. But we are black Americans, so we can only Mm -hmm. speak from our viewpoint of being black Americans. And... um, there's some negative things in there that we like to take out. There's mm-hmm. some positive things we like to put in. Mm-hmm. There's some things that's already in there that we like to keep. So mm-hmm. we're just going to this episode kind of go through some things. And, you know, if you guys are listening and go to our uh, social media pages, our Twitter, our Instagram, our Facebook. And if anything we missed or anything that you think we should add or any comments, drop them. Hit us up. Let us know. Yeah, we, we don't, don't buy Unless it's consensual, but I mean... <laughs> consensual biting only from Urban Proper, okay? Only! Yes. Okay. So let's jump in. I'm gonna... I'm a, you know what you eating. Go ahead. So we're gonna talk about first some things. Oh, shit. I just poured sauce all on my hand and oh. not on my burrito. <laughs> Put some hot sauce on my burrito, baby. <laughs> anyway. Um... I'm going to talk about things to take out of the black box because we want to kind of clear it up mm-hmm. before we try to put some things in. Let's mm-hmm. do some. We gotta put some. We gotta. Mm. Let's burn the sage. Let's yes. Let's yes. Let's get the sage going. Where's my lighter? Where, okay. Where's my like the sage? We burning the sage. Yes, we get negative energy out. Negative things out. It's time to make room for positivity, love, and light in this black box. Okay? Because we are getting ready to go into a new decade. Yes. A new decade, 2020. Listen. And we're not bringing the bullshit. Cars aren't flying yet, and it's because of all this negative energy. Yes. We concentrate on the wrong shit. Listen, we need to be curing cancer. We need to be curing HIV AIDS. Mm -hmm. We need to be curing world hunger. We need to be curing the climate. Okay, climate change. Depression, mental health. Depression, mental health, okay? Poverty, all right? We need somebody to hack something, man. Okay. Stop hacking the the wrong shit. Carry on. Okay, my bad. We was finna go. <laughs> but the things to take out of 
the black box and this is one thing that is i struggle with being younger and being ignorant mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. slut shaming Ooh. This is kind of this is the topic that you put on there, so I'm gonna let you run with that one. Okay, so a lot of the times, black people want to, and specifically, slut shame black women, mm -hmm. not black men, mm -hmm. um, about having multiple sex partners at a time, about having in the past had multiple sex, like having a high body count, whatever you want to say. Um, and I've noticed it's a lot of the older generation that does this. Mm -hmm. I feel like the younger people are starting to kind of realize that like, hey, yeah. sex is a thing. You can be sex positive and sexually healthy mm -hmm. and all this good stuff. But black people have this stigma against sex. And I don't know where it came from. I don't know because like growing up in the church mm -hmm. and, um, you know, coming of age and starting to discover myself and discover my likeness for men back then because you know that was the only attraction i had back then mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. but um i was taught that it was wrong that i was being fast and it's a natural thing to occur let's break down this term fast okay for those who don't know and those who are not of the black culture mm -hmm. being fast means oh how can i break that down um being sexually advanced, mm -hmm. um, trying to move too quickly, of course. I mean, I, the obvious thing. How many out here, Darius? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drowning. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> let me turn the lifesaver. Um, from my understanding of the term fast, again, another term that is usually used towards young girls. Young girls. Um, young boys aren't being fast. They're being mannish. Yeah. Um, and that's praise. It is praise. But we're going to get back to that. Yes. Uh, but being fast, from my understanding, is a girl who is coming of age and experiencing these feelings, mm -hmm. um, being told that she is too grown up or too... Um, I don't know. Wow. It's like the adultification, but like it's a, at a stage where the girl should be showing attraction to boys and not necessarily trying to have sex, but like expressing that, oh, I like this guy, I have a crush on this guy, and it's automatically shut down when it's like it's. And I think a lot of it comes from teen pregnancy in the black community. Mm -hmm. And. You see a lot of teen pregnancy in impoverished communities and all mm -hmm. that, you know, whatever. But it always strikes me as black parents being like, don't be fast. Don't be out there having sex. Don't do this. Don't do that. And it makes, instead of having the conversation about sex, instead mm -hmm. of being like, okay, you're at that age where this is a thing that could possibly happen. Yeah. Here's what sex is. Here's how it works. Here's what could happen if you do have sex. If you want to have sex, feel safe and come to me and talk to me about it. Exactly. And it's it's definitely, it kind of either deters the girl away from it mm -hmm. or it makes her want, instead of having a conversation of, okay, this is a natural thing. There's nothing wrong with you. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, this is going to happen. You're going to have these feelings. But if you, like you said, if you want to go to this next step, let's have a conversation about mm -hmm. it. Let's have an open dialogue. And I think it really shuts it out and there's not a lot of sex education um behind it i don't know if it's because it's a generational thing um i mean obviously your parent can't teach you anything that they don't know themselves right um but i think like 
the progression of each generation should get better. Mm-hmm. And if you know that, you know, your mom didn't sit down and have a conversation with you. You should and, want to. And you, you know, you kind of feel some type of way about it. Then have that conversation with your girl. Don't, don't continue that vicious cycle of no, this is, you're acting too fast. Um, this is what's going to happen. You're going to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. That's not the only consequence of having sex. It really isn't. No. You can get an STD, you can get HIV, you can mm-hmm. get AIDS, you can get all kinds of things from yeah. being pregnant. Or, absolutely nothing can happen. Exactly. Like, there are two sides to that same coin. There's like 20 sides to that coin, but Jesus Christ. I know, right? So, yeah. Back to kind of the topic of slut shaming. Um, so once a girl gets past this age of being fast, maybe she starts acting on her sexual um, inquiries and she has a lot of sex partners or not even a lot of sex partners. She just is doing what she wants to deliver her best freaky life. Mm-hmm. People, black people, older black people, always want to call you a hoe. They want to call you a slut. They want to call you fast. And... It really frustrates me because I feel like people should be allowed to have as much sex as they want to have. I agree. And don't slut shame. (laughs) And I don't understand the... And this is another bullet point that I have down. Mm -hmm. Coddling your sons and putting adult responsibilities on your daughter. This kind of runs into it. Mm -hmm. Because like with the whole like, oh my God, you're being fast. Or you starting to smell yourself um, phrase. Um, on the opposite end of that I remember specifically there was this one incident when I was probably like 15 mm-hmm. and um, my brother and sister which are like 7 and 6 years younger than me were outside playing mm-hmm. so my sister came in she was crying she's like this boy keeps touching my butt and I automatically got on my brother I'm like you're outside you're her big brother you need to handle this mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so I came outside and it's a little boy probably like six years old and i'm like where do you live i'm taking you to your mom because this is inappropriate mm-hmm. you're grabbing on her butt you're putting your face in her butt like yeah oh at six at six being managed so i'm not gonna lay this door i'm like hey you know they're outside playing and he kept smacking my sister's butt kept putting his face in her butt like she she's uncomfortable mm-hmm. and i just want you to know right well he's just being managed she's just a boy it's gonna happen and i'm like not I... at the expense of my sister's being comfortable and being a child exactly also that ain't cute mm. i hate the term boys will be boys exactly i hate that it may it gives boys the freedom to be this feral nasty horrible thing mm-hmm. whereas boys should be held accountable for putting their face in a girl's butt at six years old yeah no get your face out of my little sister's butt you being fast you being fast yes true that's not it's not and it, it it sets a platform to make it okay. Oh, it's okay because you're a boy and mm-hmm. you you have these feelings. You can act upon these feelings. Mm-hmm. But in a situation where it's unwanted, you're still reinforcing that it's okay because this is a managed thing. And you're enforcing that rape culture. Yes. And you're allowing people exactly, to be exactly exactly. But while we're on the subject of coddling sons, I see it it's very prominent not only in the black community but just. In general. In general. We're focusing on the black box today. Mm-hmm. Um, parents, like my mom, she has two boys and two girls. 
and I feel like my mom really raised me and my sister to be very independent. Mm -hmm. um, we were told to get jobs really um, early. We were taught to be financially responsible, to be, basically be independent mm -hmm. over and all, all, all in all. But when it comes to like, you know, doing house chores, being able to balance working, house chores in school, mm -hmm. work-life balance was drilled into me. Mm -hmm. But when it came to like my sibling, my brothers, the same didn't apply. Really? Yeah. And I see that very, it's very prominent in the black community. Like a lot of girls, even if they're the oldest, they'll have the responsibility of watching their siblings. And uh -huh. I get it. Daycare is expensive. Mm -hmm. But again, that's the adultification of black girls. Yeah. Putting responsibilities on black girls that shouldn't they be on black be girls. On them. Yeah. Um, but when it comes down to handling business and being independent and financial freedom, it's not drilled into the boys. Yeah, it, and, and it's just to kind of cut you off for just a hot mm -hmm. second. Like, the crazy thing about it is black women are taught to be strong and independent mm -hmm. and not to need a man. Yeah. But that kind of is enforcing that you don't need a man, but you can take care of one. Exactly. And men aren't oftentimes, like, my mom is, it was kind of the opposite, not the opposite, because mm -hmm. all of us were taught the same thing. But yeah. My mom had three boys and one girl, mm -hmm. and we all had that drilled into us to be independent, to take care of your yeah. home, to make money. And, and, but also, my mom didn't want us to work while we were in school. Mm -hmm. Like, my mom would not allow me to get a job until I graduated high school. Yeah. Which is, you know, I was like, not resentful, but I really wanted to work because I was like, okay, my mom could go out and work. I can help pay bills, blah, 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 yeah. blah. Again, um, that's the adultification of black children. Right. But like, I get it. It's like it's like a thin line because you want to teach your kids responsibilities, but then again, you want your child to be a child. Mm -hmm. And I think in the black community, a lot of us are forced to grow up so fast yeah. that we really don't get to enjoy it. And um, yeah, it's just... And it's not that... Let me kind of backpedal it. Because she... It's taught but it's not enforced and i see it a lot in single parent homes uh-huh um not necessarily where both of the parents well it could happen but i personally mm -hmm. i see it in single family home um but it's just it's disgusting yeah it's it needs like to be taken out of the black box yeah and it's like a thin line between you know teaching your son um Teach, it's it's okay to teach your son domestic things, mm -hmm. how to sew, how to cook, how to clean, all of that. My college roommate was not black; he was white. Mm -hmm. um, and I tell this story often. I probably have already told you this story, but like living with him was an eye opener mm -hmm. um, because he had he didn't know how to do anything for himself. And he's a sweet guy. He was ridiculously talented. Like his mom said, some of his art from cop from high school. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "You did this in high school? Ooh. Why? <laughs> Why are you in the room with me? Uh -huh. Like, there's a very clear talent distinction here. I was just talented in other areas. Whatever. I was really insecure about my art back then. Oh no. But he, I remember distinctly two stories, and then we can get back on the black people. But I remember distinctly him. I was up in the loft, and the way our room was set up is you walk in, and it's the kitchen and the bathroom, mm -hmm. and above the bathroom is a loft. Okay. There's a bed up there. And then you walk even further into the room, and there's two beds, so we lived in a triple. Okay. Um, 
and I wanted the loft. Like I picked the loft because I didn't want to be sleep in the same <laughs> space with two other people. No, no, thank you. Exactly. Um, if I want to deal with myself at night, I want the privacy with of, the butter. With the butter, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm up in the loft doing homework, and I hear, "Hey, Darius, can you, you know, do you know how to make spaghetti?" Bitch, spaghetti is putting noodles and water, boiling it. Putting sauce in here. Sauce, boom, done. I was like, yeah, why do you do you not know how to make spaghetti? And he was like, I shit you not. No, my mom always made it for me. And I'm like, okay, so here's what you do. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Boil your water, put your noodles in it. And yeah. then I was like, either you he was like, can I I was like, if you want to heat your sauce up, like if you want to add meat to it, blah 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 blah. Or you can just put it in a pan. And heat it up real quick and put it on your noodles or put your noodles in a sauce, whatever you want to do. He was like, can I just like put the sauce in a bowl and put it in the microwave? And I was like, sis, you do whatever you want. (laughs) And then the other time is we're all doing laundry together. Uh And I had to, I mean, you don't have to separate your clothes. Now they got all this fancy laundry stuff where you don't have to separate your clothes. It bothers me. It was ingrained in my head that you separate your whites, your colors. Yeah, your lights, your darks. Yes. Yeah. I'm doing my laundry and he's like, oh, do you have to do it like that? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you your clothes get cleaner if you don't put everything in the one wash. Yeah, and then the colors will bleed onto your whites and the and darks will bleed onto your lights. It, like, yes, like yeah. it just, so it really, <laughs> like coddling, like he was coddled. Yeah. And I just don't understand. You, men, let me speak to you as a man who was raised by a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I had male figures in my life. My granddad is very important to me. He was a prominent male figure in my life. My older brothers are excellent fathers and I will always look up to them. But my main source of knowledge for living was my mom. My mom taught me everything she could about being a human being. Not about being a man because she can't teach me about being a man, but she taught me how to do laundry. She taught me how to cook. She taught me how to clean a house, even though I'm not the neatest person, but, you know, like a little bit of control chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she taught me about money, even though I'm not very good with money. She like she taught me everything I could know. And I guarantee you to the men out there who feel like they don't have to cook or shouldn't cook and a woman should cook for them. You will catch more women by cooking them a hot meal then you will saying that they should cook for you. Oh yes. I will I can guarantee it to you. Whenever I tell women that that, that I can cook, mm-hmm. it's a whole other ball game. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, I cook. Like I love cooking. And they're like, oh, you can you, yeah. you even my boyfriend is like, you cook? I don't cook. And I'm like, yeah, and I've cooked for him several times and it's been a year. <laughs> like you get so much more out of life when you know those things for yourself. And just to kind of piggyback on it, and it kind of will be off topic, but relationships mm-hmm. should be equally yoked. They totally should. Fuck this gender role bullshit. It is bullshit. And realizing that it's not just solely the woman's role to take care of the house situation. It's just... It's disgusting. Where y'all at, first of all? Where y'all at? Anyway, but <laughs> it's just, it has to be an even balance. You you can't expect something out of someone that you wouldn't do yourself. Mm-hmm. 
And that's all I have to say on that one. Yeah. Real, that's the real tea. Like, yeah. And let's move on on the list. Hey, okay. um, what's next? Hating queer people. Oh, boy. And it's kind of a culture of don't ask, don't tell sometimes in the black community, especially uh-huh. back, like, you know, back in the day. Um, but at the end of the day, all you Christians out mm-hmm. there listening, mm-hmm. God is a God of love, mm-hmm. okay? God is a God of acceptance. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus hung with hoes and, you know, disabled people. Mm-hmm. And um, he loved them all the same. Mm-hmm. And take the time out to understand and have a conversation. And do Google is a hell of a thing. The internet is a hell of a thing. A hell of a thing. Yes. Like, you can learn so much from the internet Go on the internet. If you don't understand something, research it. If you don't mm-hmm. understand, talk to somebody about it. Yeah. Um, because I think that's where a lot of misconception and a lot of hate stems from mm-hmm. is ignorance. And um, at the end of the day, if you cut them and they bleed, they're going to bleed red just like you. Yeah. Um, they have the same heart, lungs, uh, spleen, uh, whatever. Appendix, all that shit. Exactly. They just love somebody of the same sex. And it's like, if it... Does it doesn't affect you? Who they fuck does not affect you. My two favorite things to say to Christians when they have a problem with a homosexual person or mm-hmm. a non heteronormative person is the Bible says, "Come as you are," mm-hmm. and it also says, "No sin is greater than another sin." Exactly. And if you think what I'm doing is a sin, it's equal to what you're doing. Because there's a lot of married people out here committing adultery, and that's in the top ten. Ooh, <laughs> like. That's one of the ones that is mm-hmm. greater. But then, like, that's another thing, and we can get on the topic of religion another time. Oh, God, let's not. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, it truly... Even, like, my grandma sometimes will be like... We'll be talking about something or somebody or, like, Rock Hudson, for example. Rock Hudson was... Um, I want to say he was bisexual, but I think he might have just been gay. Mm-hmm. And every time she sees something about him, she's like, you know, he was gay. And the, like, I just don't understand the need to bring it up all the time, but also the hate that comes from it. Like, yeah, Rock Hudson was gay. He also was super talented. So, mm-hmm. like, can't we talk about how talented he was instead of the fact that he was gay all the time? Like, that's yeah. the only thing you ever have to say about Rock Hudson? Okay, whatever. And fine. Okay, like, it just is, and I've said this on several episodes, I'm so sick of hearing that gay people are ruining the black family dynamic. No. The black family dynamic is being ruined by poverty and the U.S. government. Systematic racism. Systematic racism. And your wayward penis. And your wayward penis. Or wayward vagina. Like... Me being in a relationship happily with a man is doing nothing for your black family. Mm-mm. It's not hurting it. It's not making it any better. It's not making it any worse. I am over here living my happy interracial life. Live your best life. Do yes. what you got to do. You don't have to pay attention to what I'm doing. Like, buy, check the fuck up out of my hotel then if you don't like it. And that's the <laughs> that's the thing. There, people are too concerned about what the next person is doing, 
and not really being self-reflective. And that's the thing that I, I say all the time. I beat it with a dead, I beat it with a stick with a dead, I mean, beat a horse with a stick, beat a dead horse. I think you're combining two phrases. I am. It's not Beating why it's a not dead feeling. horse. Beating a dead horse. Yeah. Could you, ain't it with a stick? No. no. I'm beating a dead horse. Uh-huh. I'm going to keep beating that dead horse until people understand the shit. <laughs> but self-reflection is a hell of a thing. People really are too is. concerned about what... John and Billy are doing or what Cynthia's doing over there, but you're not even realizing what the hell you doing. Right. And I it it's it's always a thing of, oh you going to hell, oh this, oh that. And I'm like Focus on your own soul. Think, uh, the fact that you just told me that I'm going to hell means that you're going to hell too. Because yeah. you're judging me. Uh-huh. And remember that no sin is greater than any other sin, and judging people is a sin. Mm-hmm. So Covenant your neighbor is a sin too. Yeah. So And I think a lot of it is and I had a conversation with my mom when um I came out to my mom about how they teach us um from kindergarten on up. It's like tunnel vision. They're like, okay, um T V to be heterosexual, uh mm-hmm. to go to school, get an education, uh to find some you know, find romance, find the love of your life. Mm-hmm. But it's not taught to find yourself no it's not taught to um experiment with you like Mm -hmm. i mean but how do you how do you how can you honestly know what you like unless you try to experience something this is very true and there was a lot of backlash recently um with tank the singer tank i i am living for tank right now tank and malik yoba recently yes basically saying like what's the problem like it's it's Society accepts the fact that women might experiment with their sexuality. Um, but when a black man does it? Yes. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, black man. No, you're not. It's, it's all about self-discovery. And I think it's important. Like, if you don't feel that way, if you don't have any inkling towards it, no curiosity towards it, by all means, don't. But if you're like, oh, I might have a mm, goddamn from this brother over here. Then try it, and if you don't like it, then, then you, you don't, don't like, like it, it. Like and that's the end you. of it. Also, you don't even have to act on it. You can have that thought, that idea, that whatever. Mm-hmm. You might actually be that person, but if you have too much fear in your heart, or not mm-hmm. even fear, like if you really just don't want to cross that bridge, mm-hmm. that's on you. Yeah. Nobody is forcing anybody to suck a dick, mm-hmm. eat a pussy, get fucked in the ass fucking get titties gets like nobody is yeah. trying to do it. it i think the the problem that the world has right now is that everybody is figuring everything out all at once mm-hmm. and the people who are afraid of change are like wait a minute slow down i mean it is uh information overload it really fucking is it is because i some of the stuff i'm like i get overwhelmed with like i feel like every year there's a new letter added to the lgbt community and i'm like whoa i don't know about this let me research this let me understand it who are these people how did you get here exactly how did you show up on my doorstep exactly Mm -hmm. um and i think that's what needs to happen like there was an episode i probably talked this before on insecure Mm -hmm. um the hbo series oh yeah yeah. Uh with Issa, uh, Issa Rae, um, there was a character named Jared who was mm-hmm. dating Molly, one of the main characters. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember and, you telling me about this. Yeah, uh-huh. and they were sitting up in bed and they were dating and she was having a conversation about how she um, 
basically had a flame with one of her her roommate or her frat sister or her sorority sister or whatever and how she discovered that she didn't like it and mm. you know she left that alone right and he was like oh yeah me too and she was like what he was like yeah i mean i experimented with a guy i didn't like it and i moved on from it mm-hmm. and she couldn't get it out of her head and the crazy thing about that is like experimenting can be such a minuscule thing mm-hmm. it could literally be just kissing or making out yeah it can get past that and go to having sex it could be oral it could mm-hmm. be just mutual masturbation like it can yeah. be so much yeah um, I really like what Tank said though. He was like, "Sucking a dick doesn't make you gay," and I'm like, "Yeah, that's." I mean, uh, I yeah personally okay. feel you can receive a blowjob. Okay, a mouth is a mouth. It doesn't mean that you're attracted to the person who is sucking your dick. Okay. But blowjobs feel good, and if somebody <laughs> want to suck my dick, I'm cool with it. Um, See, and then, however, I don't think. I think if you suck a dick once, uh-huh. you don't like it, you never do it again. Fine. Uh-huh. But if you out here sucking dick, if you out here sucking dick, and if you out here just let men suck your dick, then maybe you might have a little. If you get more aroused from it, if you get aroused more so from the fact that. It's a man sucking your dick and not just the fact that you getting your dick sucked. Because mm-hmm. I do truly believe that any person can put your put their mouth on your genitals and you could put a blindfold on and you wouldn't even fucking know. Unless they got a beard and their beard is tickling you, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if you walk up and... Listen. There's a lot of porn that's glory holes. That is straight men coming up to a glory hole thinking it's a woman... Getting a blowjob from a man, getting off exactly the same, and being completely fine. See, and this is a rabbit hole, and I feel like it goes real deep. It goes real it deep. It goes real deep. But I'm just going to say, if you knowingly getting your penis sucked by a man often. You might have a little. You might be a part of the LGBT community. You could be. You can be heteroflexible. I didn't believe in that term before, but I kind of it makes sense to me now. Yeah, like it to be a t- to be the person who because is like, sexuality is a spectrum too. Yeah, because you can be biromantic. You can be romantically attracted to women, mm-hmm. uh, and romantically attracted to men, but only sexually attracted to one. True. So true. Yeah, just like some days I'm more attracted to women. Some days I'm more attracted to men. Mm-hmm. Some days I'm walking down the street and I'm just in overload. Do you remember the time, and this was before you came out, uh, we were at Uncorked and I was walking around and I was like, what in the fuck? I have never felt <laughs> more bisexual in my life. In that moment, I realized that I like pussy and I like dick and I want them both at the same time in my face right now. <laughs> How would that work though? Oh, I already know. Okay, we just go. We just go <laughs> but yes, truly, the straight Christian black people, we queer folk are not ruining your family. And there is a lot of queer folk in the church. I just want to point that out. I have out. seen plenty of videos of preachers and preachers' children giving head behind the pulpit. Okay, the disrespect in the house of the Lord. In the house of the Lord. I would never suck a dick in a church. In okay, let me not say never. I wouldn't suck dick in the actual chapel in the bathroom. Serious? 
Goodbye. <laughs> I'll, Goodbye. Take, I'll take my leave now. Goodbye. You just need to head out. I'm sorry. <laughs> you better need to head out. Oh my god! I walked straight into that. Walked but into yes, um, I and I think you were talking about self reflection. You were talking about um, shit. You were saying something that made me think about host hats because it's the next thing on the list. Um. Oh, maybe it was me. I was talking about the black family and queer people. Oh, yeah. Hoteps really truly believe that that homosexuality was created by white people and that it was given to black people to ruin the black family dynamic. And I'm pretty sure that isn't accurate. They're like, the Egyptians weren't homosexual. And I'm like, these were some of the gayest motherfuckers on the planet. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, uh, Let's break down hotels for those who don't understand. And not hold the way I spell it H E A O U X. That is a positive term. They just <laughs> hotels. It is spelled with H O T is and Tom is an Edward Pierce and Paul. Mm-hmm. Now, hotep is an Egyptian word that means at peace. Mm-hmm. It's basically the Egyptians slang for what's good. Uh-huh. Um, now this is a term that has been on the rise for probably like the last I've started noticing in like in the last 10 years yeah uh huh um, really really noticing in the last 5 but yeah. definitely the past 10 years um, but it's basically a group of black Americans who happens to be more Afrocentric mm-hmm. um, so if you you know they're really into the, you know the black culture um, which is not a bad thing like the Juneteenth festival mm-hmm. um, they basically it's good and positive, but there are some negative things about. There are the some hotels that um, not take it too far, but there are hotels for the incorrect reasons. They're not educated in what actually being a hotel means. No, and just think of like um, what's that guy's name? Oh my god! From Don't Be a Menace, while drinking your juice in the hood, preach. Yep. So how he was like overly like, um, you know, conscious of his blackness and what was going on in the hood and, you know, the bringing down the black community and um, well, gentrification really wasn't happening back then. It was just bringing, you know, bringing everything down, Mm -hmm. Uh, the introduction of crack in the black community, the guns, um, the bloods and the crips, you know, their whole ideology changed from being uplifting in the Mm -hmm. community to being rivals and gangs and stuff. Um, but they are obnoxious and very anti-process. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's just uh, I can get behind loving and living in your African roots and really appreciating that culture and understanding. Let me repeat that. Understanding mm-hmm. the validity of African Afrocentric Afrocentrism is that a word? I don't know. It is now. <laughs> um, but I can't get behind the people who are like, and this is a very wild example, but not probably accurate. Um, don't wear a seatbelt because white people want you to wear seatbelts. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. I want me to wear seatbelts because arrive alive, my nigga. 
Yeah, they just like they have a steadfast belief in illogical conspiracy theories. Now, I believe in some conspiracy theories myself. Same. Um, they're very ignorant and arrogant about politics. Um, they're very sexist. They're very homophobic. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say like if if being gay is so natural then why don't you see gay elephants i mean there is but there are gay elephants i just want to point out that homosexuality exists in 438 species on this planet Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. naturally dolphins all like often exhibit and they 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 don't learn it from us we're not going up under the ocean being like hey mr dolphin you should (laughs) suck mr dolphin over there off like (laughs) Dolphins are actually also one of the only animals that engage in uh, sex for pleasure. Really? Yeah. I thought monkeys do too. Yeah, like, but like, okay. there's very few animals that engage in sex for any reason other than reproduction. Mm. Humans, monkeys, um, anything in the primate family, dolphins. Interesting. Um, there's another, I forget what it is, but dolphins are like widely known to like just rub Yeah, you gotta be careful with dolphins in the water though. Mm-hmm, they rape you. Yeah. That's why I don't ever want to swim with dolphins because they'll rape you. I did, but I think it was a female dolphin, so we cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but then they have this unbowed and uncompromising support of any black man accused of anything, regardless if guilt is obvious or not. <laughs> That, like the whole Me Too movement pissed off the hotel. I just don't understand. I feel like that's like my catchphrase for this series. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand how you can be so offended by women wanting to be safe. Yeah. And wanting to stand up for their right to be safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how you can think that any God, any religion, anybody wants women to just be an object Mm -hmm. and wants women to just be used for your sexual pleasure whether they want to be or not Mm -hmm. no that's not how it works that's not how it works at all that's never how it works Mm -mm. and sometimes they ask you as hell but that's just my view of nothing a lotion lotion was created by the white man Black people were meant to be ashy and have their skin crackalacking all over the place. And then, like, they are for any woman who exhibits, like, any, like, any black woman in a leadership position or any woman that has their own opinions and basically exercises their voice is a threat to any hotel. They really don't believe in the integration of any other race. Um, They don't believe that, you know, they don't believe in dating outside their race. and like, I can understand if you don't want to date a white person. But some of them date white people. Some people like to date white people. Yeah. I know. Like, I get, I get not wanting to date outside your race. Uh-huh. I get, I don't get the point of keeping the bloodline pure because at this point nobody's bloodline is pure unless you fucking your family members, and then it's real fucked up. I mean, we not the European uh, monarchy. Yeah. So like you're not fucking your cousin. You're not fucking your cousin, and yeah. if you are fucking your cousin, there's something wrong with you. That's nasty. That's disgusting. If you can trace it back, that's nasty. Yes. I don't care how many times removed, you're nasty. Mm-mm. Y'all got the same blood. Yeah. Um, but truly, you can't be offended. They really, without the violence, mm-hmm. without 
lynching people. Mm-hmm. They have the same ideology as the KKK. Yeah, it's basically they just want to replace. They don't believe in equality or equity. They believe in replacing the white hierarchy with the black hierarchy. Which patriarchy. is patriarchy. 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 Yes. Yeah, which is fucking ridiculous. Like, yeah. I've. We should all live in peace and harmony with each other, which sounds real cheesy and real frou frou. But like, do white people need to be in power? Not anymore. You've had your turn. Mm-hmm. Should white people and POC, black people, Latinx, Asian, everybody else be allowed to be in power together? Absolutely. Exactly. I think it should be there should be a representation of everyone in the government. I and think. not just old white men. And then like why is there people that are in Congress for like 20, 30 years? It should be there needs to two be a limit. terms max. Yep, just like the presidency, there mm-hmm. needs to be a limit. Like you gotta you gotta fucking go. You gotta go. You are eighty-seven years old. Why are you still serving on Congress? You were about around when the fucking Declaration of <laughs> Independence was signed. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck. You Get are dismissed. Fuck. Get the fuck. But um those are oh, and colorism. Yes. Oh my god. And I understand perception is different across the board. You know, the light skin versus dark skin, and we had a so issue. Stupid. Like in the 90s and the early 2000s um, with video girls only being light skin, mm-hmm. um, thin girls. And it's starting to be a little bit of progression, slowly but surely in that manner. Um, we still have, uh, you know, in rap lyrics, you know, I want a thick red bone, red bone this, red bone that. Mm-hmm. It's just a glorification of um, light skin women mm-hmm. versus dark skin women. And it causes a lot of resentment. Um, but that traces back all the way to slavery and the uh, brown paper bag yeah uh, test mm-hmm. if you were lighter than a brown paper bag you were you could be passing yeah. if you were darker then you know you was a slave yeah that's yeah. that's just it um so that just needs to it's it's such a stupid thing and it's like hashtag on twitter dark skin light skin mentality at the end of the day and i've said this so many times that i'm beating a dead horse again mm-hmm if you running down the motherfucking street, just mind your business. And Permit Patty see you and she feel uncomfortable because in her little whiteness and her little bubble in her house, you are a threat to her. Mm-hmm. But you outside mind your damn business jogging. Yep. She gonna call the police to say, hey, 911, it's a black person or a nigga, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Permit Patty, obviously racist. Yep. Um, running down the street and I'm uncomfortable. It don't matter if you light, it don't matter if you dark, it don't matter if you brown, it don't matter if your hair is curly, it don't matter if your hair is kinky. At the end of the day, you are black. Yep. And she gonna call the police on you just the same. And it's just dumb ass division in the black community that is a distraction mm-hmm. from what the fuck is really important. And the color of your skin is not important. It really, truly isn't. Like, and then the glorification. We're we're still talking about things to take out of the black box, just to be clear. Yeah, we haven't even stepped into things to put in the black box. No, we haven't. We might have to make this a two part episode. We might have to. (laughs) But um, the glorification of having a mixed baby. I feel like it's. It's disgusting. The fetishization of mixed children yes. is gross. I hate 
sing shared on my fucking Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Look at this little girl. She's so cute. Oh, he's so handsome. Mixed babies are the best. Okay. What what happened? <laughs> How did we get here? How did we get to the point of sexualizing, not even necessarily sexualizing, but fetishizing a child? You're no better than a pedophile. I Please just stop. I don't get it. I don't understand. Because I just you can't first of all, you can't breed your children. Nope. You can't. You can have someone you can have a couple that are both light skinned mm-hmm. um that have a dark skin baby because somebody in their bloodline was dark skinned let me my family okay go ahead my siblings uh you've seen a picture of all four of my siblings mm-hmm. haven't you so my older brother and i share a father mm-hmm. we're both lighter skinned i'm the lightest of the four of us mm-hmm. my two middle siblings are dark skinned they're darker than you mm-hmm. we related yeah that's my blood my friend had she is dark she's very dark beautiful mm-hmm. i think um, it's so gorgeous so beautiful i just have this affinity for dark chocolate skin that mm-hmm. it's just it just is beautiful um and her sister she showed me a picture of her sister her sister is lighter than me and they come from the same mom and dad like you just don't know it's the black women have the 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 chemistry for mm-hmm. everything yeah we have the the dna makeup to have a dark skinned child with curly hair and blue eyes. We yep. have the makeup to have a kid that's blacker than black. With you know what I'm blonde saying? hair and green exactly. eyes. Like we, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And it's just to me I think it's a mental illness. I think it's just what it is. is wrong with you? It is. It's 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 internalized racism. Yes. And it's um um internalized hatred for yourself exactly and i see it a lot with black men who date outside their race and i'm just gonna say i don't give a fuck if you date outside your race Mm -hmm. what i give a fuck about is you talking about black women yeah it's fucked up if you like oh i only date white women because they're this this and that it's fucked up on both ends because you date a white woman because you think she's more passive than a black woman Mm -hmm. you won't date black women because you think they're too aggressive so you a weak ass nigga basically is what you're telling me exactly like you you don't want to date somebody that's Latin because Latin women are too are crazy. Like, I mean, you know what? I've seen black men worship Latino women for being crazy, but then the same, well, being like passionate. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say because I hate when people are like, "Oh my God!" For speaking the truth, for saying how you feel, you're crazy. Yes. Um, uh. But in the same breath, turn around and be like, "Oh well, you're being too emotional. You're a black woman. You're crazy." Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just it's stupid so let's take that out the black box yeah we're taking that out of the black box we're gonna take it out of the black box we're gonna shoot it love is love regardless it's fine if you have a preference that's fine cause I like dating tall thick and some men hate to be called thick but thick with two c's my nigga (laughs) two c's that Um, we jiggle black men you know what I'm saying I like men of stocky build Mm mhm um, maybe that's where I should use instead of thick stock. No, nah, you should call them thick. Thick ass. I'm, I, <laughs> listen, this is, and this is kind of fucked up with me, but I love, <laughs> um, what's the word? Um, damn, I just lost the word that fast. What? What do we do to women all the time? Not sexualize. Um, fucking, um, objectify. Ah. Uh, I, 
<laughs> am all for objectifying men. <laughs> but you would be too. But only in the way, the same way that we objectify women, like using the exact same words. Like, exactly. Oh no, he thick with two C's. With two C's. Look at that ass. Mm. That booty ushi jiggles like a jello roll. I that's Who you thinking a bowl of cold oatmeal, boy? Bring your listen, ass here. Listen, okay. Oh my I'm 100% for objectifying men, but only because women have been objectified so much for so many years, and men need to know what it feels like. Yes. So if you want to objectify me, you want to call me thick. I mean, it ain't gonna hurt my feelings because I'm thick, but hey, I'm slim thick. Is that a thing? Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. Um, <laughs> and then let's talk about the crabs in a bucket mentality. Now you put this on the list. Explain this to me, because I don't really know what you, what you mean. So okay, you think about crabs in a bucket, uh-huh. and a crab will be crawling up to the top, but everybody's trying to crawl to the top. Mm-hmm. So you're grabbing and you're pulling back down. Mm, okay. And that's that whole mentality of you can do, you can be on the same level as me, but you can't be above me. Mm-hmm. And. I see it a lot with, I mean, it's with our, with our generation, it's becoming less of a thing, but if someone sees somebody doing better than them, they either hate and they try to sabotage. Mm -hmm. And it's not just financially, but spiritually, um, and people experiencing happiness. Like I just recently had a friend, um, that she, she struggles with depression. Um, and there was something started about her that wasn't true. Oh, wow. And she has been, she's the happiest, most loving person, but her environment, she has a lot of people who hate on their happy, her happiness because they're miserable and mm-hmm. misery, misery loves company. Of course, yes. And instead of letting her, you know, be happy and do what she wants to do and travel, somebody was like, let me start this vicious ass rumor about this girl to bring oh, her wow. down. And it's just, it's disgusting. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah. We say all the time, why can't black people, why don't black people ever want to see each other succeed? Mm -hmm. I love it. And it's so nuts to me that we can't, we like, not all of us, but some of us truly can't see another black person doing good and be happy about that. Mm -mm. You should see it as motivation, not competition. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like my friend, you know, my friend uh, that I did music with for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, He just recently started a band. Like he's working on his next record. And I am in a place where I'm kind of stuck and I can't start working on music again until probably next year mm-hmm. i can still write and record and do all or write and produce and do all of that but i can't really actively work on music like i want to yeah and i could be jealous of that i could be like oh what the fuck like this was supposed to be me you didn't even really care about music as much as i did but, but i'm happy for him like mm-hmm. he wanted to start a band and he fucking did it exactly like do that shit like Big up your friends. Exactly. I I think I posted this two years ago, but I was like, I'm gassing up my friends. Oh, oh, it was earlier this year. Uh-huh. I posted gas up your friends 2019. Like everybody, uh, I am yes. gassing you up. If you are being successful, if you are doing something amazing, if you feel good about waking up this morning, I'm gassing you the fuck up. Yes. I don't care. Yes, because all that negativity is just. Oh my god! Why? 
Why? Why do people like being negative? It's just I feel like it's draining. It's truly misery loves company. Like they yes. don't they don't know what it's like to have good energy, mm-hmm. and so they just sit and fester in it, and it's sickening. It yes. is sickening. Yes, yes. And I there was a quote I can't remember verbatim, but it was basically like, "You can't heal." Oh, I know what quote you're talking about. You can't heal in the environment that made you sick. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And people, they just, they don't, they don't want to do better. They just sit there and they, like you said, fester. And, and then they're looking at everything, every, what, else, what everyone else is doing. And instead of using that as motivation, they just let it turn into jealousy. Yeah. And it just festers even more into the point where they're just trying to sabotage mm-hmm. what's going on. And we just need to stop that. We, we just need to be... A happy community, and I'm not saying that it's going to be perfect because nothing is going to be perfect. But the bullshit has got to stop. It's got to go. It just has to go. Like there's no room. There's plenty of room at the table for everybody to eat. Exactly. But there is no room on your plate to take something from somebody else. No. At no. all. No. No. And those who have reached to the top. A lot of them don't want to, re- you know, turn around and reach back down because of that mentality. Because people will try to join your camp to sabotage you. Mm-hmm. And I think once that cycle stops, then we will see a lot of other people being like, oh, well, you know, I started this business and I was able to do X, Y, Z. And I said, oh, that's another thing. Oversaturating the market. Mm-hmm. If your friend is selling lashes, support your friend selling lashes. I don't understand the whole concept. Well, I'm going to do it, too. Oh, girl, that's not like a good idea. I'm going to do that, too. Yeah. Why don't y'all go into business together? Exactly. Like, why, or don't, why don't you, like, oh, okay, well, you share, you sell lashes. Let me sell wigs or extensions mm-hmm. or let's, you know, have a boutique where we can do, you know, I'm going to go to school and do some nails. Let's come together and build this business up so we can have just this boutique. Black people are always complaining about and I'm going to quote all the black people that I know, not all of them, but Mm -hmm. all the older black people that I know, foreigners Mm -hmm. coming in and opening all these businesses and getting all the money why don't you and your good, why don't you and the good sis get together, do lashes, nails and brows and compete with the Asian people over here who do lashes, brows, yeah, and nails. Yeah. Why don't you why don't you give me somewhere to put my money into? Because exactly. I do want to put my money into a black owned business. Exactly. Absolutely. But right now, homegirl over here is the only one that's doing all three and I need all three. Mm-hmm. At the same time. I don't want to have to go to multiple people who pay $75 each time. Exactly. You know? It's the bit I feel like the business mindset has been lost on black people. And I'm, it's, it's happening. It's, I bleh, can't talk. Um, I think there's a black renaissance happening, especially with, you know, the 90s kids and millennials. And we don't give a fuck. Hopefully it's going to bleed into generation. What is AZ? They, yeah, they, they give a fuck. They, um, but togetherness, like you don't. And then it's not saying that, you know, everybody is not going to mesh. And that's fine. But community and coming together and being like okay well you do this and I'm gonna do that let's come together and do something or let's support each other mm-hmm. in this let's support each other in the journey and it has to be evenly yoked with like any relationship it has yep. to be a give and a take um, but I forgot where, I, where my point was so I'm just rambling at this point <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about black renaissance 
Ooh, you people working together. Um, I was talking about getting together and making a business to compete. And- yeah. So um, I was at the nail salon one time and it was uh, Asian owned because I don't know what ethnicity they actually are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was asked, I was like, hey, how were you able to start this business? He was like, well, you know, 10 of my friends came together and we all put money into this business. And um, we all decided that um, he was like, it was my turn to start a business. Mm-hmm. Him meaning that him and his 10 friends um, all put like $10,000 each into a business and kind of worked for like a little bit of wage mm-hmm. um, to help the other owner come to um, start making a profit. So they were able to start paying them a good wage. Uh-huh. And then once that happens, um, then the next person up, they'll do it again. Oh, shit. Yes. That's incredible. Yes. Oh, my and God. And so he was telling me this, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, that's fantastic. He's like, yeah. And then you guys, you know, we'll all work together, and then, you know, so they can build a profit, and then it Everybody all Everybody has again. a business. Exactly. Wow. So it's just like, and it's, I'm, I'm, let me backtrack. It's not like $10,000 each. It's like, you know, they just come together. Just $10,000 yeah. altogether. Yeah. Or so however much so it costs to start the, a friend. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah, however much it costs to start the franchise uh, or the business or whatever. So... Um, I thought that was an amazing thing. And I was just like, wow, like, why can't we do that? Like, right. we as being black people yeah. um, do that because that's just, that's phenomenal. But um, so let's move along. So those are things that we want to take out the black box. We want to burn it. We want to shoot it. We want to execute it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, we want mm-hmm. to desecrate those things. Um, so let's talk about the things to keep in the black box. All right. Um, this is my favorite part of the segment. Okay. Um, I'm just going to skip down the list a little bit. The first thing we want to keep in the, the black box is twerking. Twerk that ass. Uh, Been twerking since birth. As <laughs> Twerking since birth. As Lizzo <laughs> said... Our people have been twerking since before white people landed in America. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't called twerking. It was just a tribal dance. It was movement and body and and celebration and culture. And therefore, twerking will forever remain in the black box and only in the black box. People can attempt to take it from our box. However, the box is sealed. Science still delivered to every black house in mm-hmm. every nation. Sorry. I can't twerk, but I love I love the concept of twerking. It is fantastic, and once you finally achieve that perfect twerk, mm-hmm. and you know what? And it's not on the list, but swag surfing. <laughs> Have you ever seen a group of thirty or more black people uh-huh. swag surfing? Yes. It is the most satisfying thing I have ever seen in my life. I think we need to expand twerking to dancing. Yeah. Uh, because the electric slide. Yes. Yeah, the the shuffle. Slide, the cha-cha slide. The wobble. The wobble. All yes. of these things are such a cultural thing for black people. Um and that's like one of the biggest moments of togetherness at every family function is as soon as the slide come on, everybody gets on the floor. Everybody. Mm-hmm. The percolator, the tootsie roll. Listen, it's time for the percolator. It's time <laughs> for the percolator. I haven't heard that since the 90s. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think the last time I actually actually heard that song was like 2001. Maybe. Wow. And 
that was a very long time That's ago. That's 18 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yes. I was Tootsie Roll. What's the other one? Uh, the Butterfly? The butterfly, butterfly and Tootsie Roll was... The Butterfly, uh-uh, that's old. Let me see yeah. you, Tootsie Roll. Yeah, but that oh. was like back-to-back, wasn't it? The Butterfly, it? the Tootsie Roll. There was another one. The Pancake. Pancake was more recent. The pancake. pancake, the... Uh, the Nina Pop, the Mama. Stinky Leg. Oh, my God, the Stinky Leg. Do the do the booty do. Yeah. Um, yes, honestly, the whip... And the nana can stay in there too. Everything that came after it, no thank you. But that's because we just get older. But up until the whipping nana, like everything actually kind of was like cool and fun and like actually had took some kind of coordination. Mm-hmm. Um, the shoot that? takes some coordination though. True, we can throw that in there too. Yeah. And the, the, the floss, the floss thing. No, I don't no, that came from. that's no. white people. Okay, no. we're gonna leave mm-hmm. that out. Nope. Um, what else? It's another one. The reverse thing. Oh, this thing? Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> it's so dumb. Like, why? I don't know. How did we get here? No clue. Um, anyway, so yes, dancing, twerking, doing all these slides, all these new dance movements that come up, all of them will remain in the black box because mm-hmm. really, truly, dancing was how people came together in ancient times and in not so ancient times and black culture is we was we would dance and sing. Yeah. So yeah, we keeping that. We keeping that. Next. Um traveling, which is my favorite thing. <gasps> yeah. And I feel like there is a very um very much of a um increase of black people traveling outside of the country, outside of their comfort zone. Um, there's a group on Facebook that I'm in. It's called uh, Black Travel Movement. Mm-hmm. Um, check it out. Uh, they actually um, coordinate different trips throughout the year. I think about four or five trips. Oh, wow. Um, and then some people do trips by themselves, and they just post their experience. Um, it's, I don't know. There's a cult. There's something with our media that has people scared to travel outside the country. Well, that's because the only thing they show us is the negatives of every other country. Yes. As if America is the best place to go. It's, it's, uh, it's really not. Like, our all our fruit is just trash. I've talked about it before. Did you have pineapple in Costa Rica? I did. Was it? It was amazing. Oh. Amazing. I really want to try pineapple when we go to Puerto Rico and see if I can eat it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they, you know, even though Puerto Rico is a part of, the, a part of America, but... I'm pretty sure theirs tastes better than ours. They got the good shit. It has to be. Um, but um, I don't know. There's this like scare tactic that people are, are afraid. Um, just like there is a, a movement in Nigeria that they're actually um, in the high rises that they're making. Um, they're actually making those like little rainforests. So they're like putting um, and I'll share it on our Facebook page. Uh, they're putting basically like trees and green mm-hmm. life outside of the high rises. Oh yeah, I did see this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're they're not living in huts over there. Mm-mm. They have they cities really just are. like over here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's not the stuff that happened is yes, it's significant, but it's not like it's not happening in the entire. I think that's another thing that really fucks with black people specifically mm-hmm. is something happened. In Nigeria, mm-hmm. in the Dominican, mm-hmm. in Pakistan, in Iran, yes. in, like instead of it being like, 
okay, well, I we can't go to Russia. Yeah. I actually was like, yeah, Russia's on my list. And I met some white people who were like, do not go to Russia. Uh-huh. So I ain't going to Russia. No. Um, but Because they don't like homosexuals. They don't... They, 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 yeah. We're not fucking with Russia right now. Yeah. But things are so localized mm-hmm. in these countries that uh-huh. aren't happening everywhere in these countries. Yeah, just like, you know, the increased violence that's happening in Chicago. It's not happening... It's not in Kansas City, Chicago. yeah, it's not happening in Memphis. I mean, I'm pretty sure they have their share of, um, you know, violence and isolated events, but it's not citywide. It's not like you're gonna walk down the street and, uh, you know, get a cat busting your ass. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just educate yourself. And then I hate the whole idea of, like, I remember I was trying to plan. I was planning a trip to travel by myself um, this year. It didn't work out because you know my sister was having a baby. Um, but so many people were so negative about me traveling by myself. Oh my God, that's dangerous. And I mean, by all means, use your common sense. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to your surroundings. Be aware. But don't let fear keep you from do- from experiencing life because I'm not. Everybody told me the exact same thing before I went to New Mexico. And mm-hmm. like, granted, I wasn't going outside the country. Mm-hmm. Um, but... When I was like, yeah, I'm taking a trip by myself. Everybody was like, oh, like, why would you do that? Because I don't want nobody to go with me. Exactly. <laughs> like, because it's just like, then you waiting on everybody else to go and everybody else to, you know, financially be together. And you will miss out on so much shit. And also, you have to live, you have to operate by everybody else's schedule. You can't just go and do what you want. I mean, you can, but like, yeah. if you go on a trip, especially with one other person. Mm-hmm. You have y'all, to be considerate. Yeah, you have to be considerate what they want to do. Yeah. But when I when you go by yourself... That's just like in Puerto Rico. There's going to be, what, eight or nine of us going. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I've had this conversation. I probably said it on the podcast. But I'm like, okay, the only day that I'm really going to, like, care about what people are doing is the day of my birthday. Mm-hmm. Other than that, like, if you want to get up early in the morning and go to the market and go to breakfast, by all means, find somebody that wants to go with you. Mm-hmm. You want to stay in the house and chill at the pool all day, by all means, have somebody stay with you and do that. It's just like, I'm not going to try to dictate every day of the trip. Yeah, I I like the idea of having a pseudo itinerary of having mm-hmm. these are things that we want to do on specific times and specific, you know, these are things that we want to do. Yeah. No time, no date, no anything. But like these are things that are happening in Puerto Rico all the time I'm there. Let's go and do one of them yeah, at some point. Exactly. But we got X amount of days and it doesn't fucking matter. Exactly. Like, just do some shit. Let's do some shit. Um, but moving along, let's just take the next one. Um, I wanna go for family Thanksgiving slash Friendsgiving. Okay. Um, and I actually was just talking to my little cousin because she's having a, her first Friendsgiving at college. Um, and just having experienced Friendsgivings, it's so... Comparatively to family Thanksgivings, you know, I'm pretty close with my family. I have two... I have two sides to my family. I have my grandma's side and my grandpa's side. And I have a third side, technically, which is my dad's side. Uh-huh. But I don't really fuck with them like that. Um... I don't even fuck with them. Like, more so now as that I'm an adult, but I'm just going to go based on the actual experience I have with my two families on my mom's side. Okay. Um, 
and our family Thanksgivings are really awesome. We have a good time. We come, like one person usually cooks on my grandma's side. I usually am the one cooking. <laughs> um, and on my granddad's side, my step grandma will cook and the other people will bring stuff. But it is a truly different experience when all of your friends get together and everybody brings a dish and you eating all this good food and you drinking and it's so much more relaxed than a family Thanksgiving. I love my family. I love our Thanksgivings. We have so much fun. It's always a turn up. But being Friendsgiving is just like, uh, I don't know. We do Friendsgiving and yeah. Friendsmas with like my theater friends. And, and that's something that I wanted to start. Um, I am 400% always ready for Friendsgiving. Yeah, but the thing is, is it's like I... I I try I pick every year whether I'm going to travel for um, Thanksgiving or Christmas and this year I, I chose Thanksgiving watch I'm so excited about Thanksgiving oh mm-hmm, my mm-hmm, god mm-hmm. I can't wait to have my greens touching my macaroni and my uh, macaroni touching my dressing uh, I don't even give a shit about the meat I just want those and I want my own chocolate caramel cake and I will fight my siblings like the only person I'm going to share my food with is my little nephew and that's it <laughs> When she started crawling, he's seven months now. Oh my god! No. It was the funniest video. Like, okay, off topic, little rant, right? Quick, well, a little story, but so he's like crawling, and his parents were like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! He's minding his business!" And they're like, "Oh my god, Sire!" He looks up, and then like all of a sudden, he just flips over. Like, <laughs> I'll show you the video later. But it was like the most like bizarre flip. Like I was like, "What You're the not hell?" Supposed to know I can do this, right? But... Like, oh shit, I'm caught. Like. <laughs> Um, but I am so excited. I'm so excited to see him. I haven't seen him um, in a while, and I am just excited to yeah. eat food and be around family. Even though I'm probably gonna want to kill them after like day three, but yeah, yeah, that's like, but that's like what family is for. Like you yeah. want to be around them for an hour tops. <laughs> an hour tops. An hour. Um, when it's my granddad's side of the family, uh-huh. it's. An yeah. hour, one solid hour, and then I'm ready to go. Ready to with go. my mom, my grandpa, with my grandma's side of the family, I can deal with them for like maybe three hours. Yeah. I love them. Do not get me wrong. If any of y'all are listening, I love y'all. I love y'all. Y'all my family, and sometimes I just need to y'all be go. tap dancing on my goddamn last mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, that's we don't keep that family gatherings period yes and i think there has been a, like a decline in those um like i've been seeing from twitter like oh bring family gatherings back and you know like cousins and stuff they're like your first best friend mm-hmm. bring that back family know? reunions i never yeah. went i think i only went to one family reunion um i didn't i don't remember having fun you know what um, i just got an email which was weird because i was like i didn't get my email to somebody in my family get my email out uh, but I just got an email about a family reunion that's happening in 2020. And I was like, you know, I should go. My dad's family was having a family reunion. Uh-huh. And they added me to the group. And I removed myself from the group several times. Yeah, they keep adding me back to the group. And I think that it probably was my aunt. She probably was like, yeah, I'm going to give you her email because I kept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I was like, mm, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm good. Let's bring that back. But, you know, I really should. On my dad's side of the family, we've had several deaths over the past couple of years, and like close friend, like my uncle, mm-hmm. um, my cousin, who was my uncle's son. Um, so like being there for that and being there for the family for that, mm-hmm. 
I can't say was nice because it's an awful reason to get together, but it was like. And that's the thing. The I'm gonna cut you off. No, go ahead. But let's take this out of the black box. Only meeting up when there's a tragedy in the family. Yep. Let's take that out of the black box. Let's make it. You know, it doesn't have to be every month. At least a yearly thing. Yeah. Outside of a family reunion. Yeah. But like you know, have a go try fry, yeah. a cook off, a, and a I game night. I listen. If anybody in my family wants to throw a game, I throw a mean game night. Yes. Play some cards against humanity. Mm, some play spades. some fucking. I don't know how to play spades. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a moment of silence for You know, I really didn't card. learn until I was 18. And that was when I went to Mississippi. I'm 26. Yeah. Um, we don't have to teach you. I want to learn. I like playing cards. Mm-hmm, but like, it can be really dangerous, but... See, I get anxiety. <laughs> it's cool because I do too, but yeah. I remember I kicked somebody at my house because they flipped my table over his place. And I was like, oh, you got to get the... Oh, no, you got to go. It ain't that... It ain't. I mean, it get deep though. It get deep. It get emotional because people be trying to be cheating and talk across the table. And then people be like... Okay. Oh God! You can't. I might just stick to go fish. No, you we go. We go tissue. I might just have to stick to go fish. Listen, I declare me, war. Me and Taylor go have to teach you. Me, Taylor, and Sierra. When we in Puerto Rico, we go teach you how to play Spanish. All right, yeah. okay. We not. You we not gonna be roughnecks on you. Man. Okay. Now, I might slap your hand a little bit. That's fine. But it's all love. I like a spank. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Sports. You can talk about this one because I literally have no fucks to give about sports. Oh my god! I just had a conversation. I was over at a friend's house, and we, out of that kind of friend group, we are the only females that like football. And we were watching the Chiefs game, and we were spazzing out. And they were like, "You guys are ridiculously crazy." Um, I. It's so funny because every time I there's like an important game, my brother will come over. Um, I live with my grandparents. My brother mm-hmm. will come over, my uncle and my granddad, and they'll all be down there playing, playing, watching the sports match. The sports match. And I will leave. Because. <laughs> it's not your thing. And I, it's a lot of, you know, black men, you, um, se- you know, heterosexual or not, mm-hmm. that don't like sports. And that's fine. I didn't get the sports gene. I did not get it. My brothers got it. They uh-huh. played sports. My sister was was yeah. uh, she ran track. She was fast as fuck. Like it was kind of ridiculous. I was really? known as Ebony's little brother when I was in school because we were in elementary school together for a Aww. short time. Um, but yeah, like I just didn't. I got the arts gene. Yeah, but sports is a good outlet. Um, it's a good way to meet other people and develop social skills. Um, a lot of sports are an out, you know, a way for people to get out of poverty, mm-hmm. but it's not the only way. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we just excel. We just excellent. Serena Williams, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. Kareem mm-hmm. Abdul-Jabbar. I know who all those people are. Oh my goodness. Steph Curry. What? Dwayne Wade. Hey, and he married to Gabrielle Union. Huh? He's married to Gabrielle Union, right? Yeah, they got, they just had a kid. Uh-huh. You know who it is? Wait, who? See, I know I was going to lose you at one point. <laughs> I knew I was going to lose you at one point. Odell <laughs> Beckham Jr. Oh, I know who that is. Have you seen Odell Beckham Sr.? No. Oh, my God. The apple don't fall far from that tree. Listen, if I wasn't already in a committed relationship, I would be trying to bite that apple. <sighs> Twitter is a powerful thing, and I will it slide in a DM. Is. I don't give a fuck. It is Jerome Bettis, 
Um, I can go on and on. You don't know that one, do you? Nope. The bus. He used to play for the Rams when they were in LA. Okay. Um, but yeah, sports is a great outlet for people, and I just it's we we dominate. Mm-hmm. We've been dominating in the Olympics with uh, Simone Biles. Yes, she is the most decorated Olympian ever, ever. Not the most decorated Gabby black. De- I'm sorry. Yes, Gabby her Douglas. too. Yes. yes, her too. Um, but Simone Biles is the most decorated. Um, gym, gymnast, Olympian. I thought it was Gabby Douglas. Is was. it? I think it's Gabby Douglas. Hold on, no, I think it's Biles. Let me look. Oh shit! The apple does not fall far from the tree. Oh wow! It's, no, it's Simone Biles. It is Simone Biles. It is Simone Biles. She is the most decorated. His mom. Gymnast. Oh wait, that's somebody else's mom. the history, not black. But gymnast. Gymnast. And American gymnast. That just. Gymnast period. Yeah. So she been she been doing a damn thing. And she only 48 and she only 22. Yes. Yes. That's about to come through. Girl. Um, we can't forget Venus Williams, even though she's not as decorated as, as her sister. She is also but, still very talented. Yes. She is still fucking killing the game. She is. Um I just I There's some black people that play hockey, I can't name their names. Um, but they're great. Um, I know there's um, a couple of black goalies. Um, soccer is very prominent everywhere except for the United States for mm-hmm. whatever reason. And everywhere else it's called football because it literally is a ball that you hit with your foot. Yeah. So. Football should be called hand egg. Hey Arnold. That's what it should be called. Hey, it should. <laughs> it should. Hey Arnold. Um, I just... I appreciate every single black person that is uh in sports and making waves with sports and really truly killing the motherfucking game uh-huh. i just wish uh there's some black people that play baseball too oh yeah of course um, yeah a lot of afro latinos what is a his lot name? Of- Ooh, the cardinals roster is full of poc um there's a hawaiian guy colton wong oh daddy colton. and i don't like calling men daddy but daddy just put a Z on front of it. It's okay. Zaddy. 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 Call me um, my Zills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my face with that shit. Zaddy, um, you my Zills or you just my son? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yadi Amelina. Oh, it's yeah, not black, yes. but POC. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to... What the fuck is his name? Oh, my goodness. I can't think of it. Um, John James used to play for the Cardinals. See, I know a little bit about sports. Okay. I really like the Cardinals, though. Ozzy's... Ozzy mm-hmm. Smith? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I know Ozzy Smith is. Okay, okay. Jackie Robinson? Ooh. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god, what is his name? I can't think of his name to play for the Cardinals right it's recently. Not Hayward, is it? No, no. He no. used to play for the Cardinals. Hold on. I'm looking it up. Stats. Just give me the roster. Roster. Um, maybe I should just type in Cardinals roster. Yeah, that would help. That would help greatly. Yeah. Oh, the one thing I want to go back to things to take out of the black box. Go ahead. Um, parenting. Um Having an appear child having an opinion and Dexter voicing, Fowler. De- there you go. There you go. Um, having an opinion does not mean they're being disrespectful. And I get it. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. Mm-hmm. 
but stop beating your kids for having an opinion. Stop beating your kids. Yeah. Can we Whoopings and beatings are different things. Yes. You can give your Whoop kid. Whoop that ass. We used to say you're going to get a tap it, mm-hmm. which is like a look. Yeah. That's no. Mm-hmm. Don't punch your child. Mm-mm. Do not punch your child. No, don't get in no fist fight with and your child. And don't tell me not to tell you not to punch your child. Yeah. Do not punch your child. No. That is a child. That is a child. Learn, teach them, be stern with them. Do not abuse them. Yes. Because there's a thin line. There, and that's traumatic as fuck for kids. Yeah. Now we've all bought our ass beat by an extension cord or whatever. I didn't. You know, um, well, you lucky. I was a uh, bitty two shoes. I only got one whooping in my entire life. I had a mouth on me. I did not. I like to say, you know. I did with everybody that wasn't my mom. Not necessarily just like, well, I would voice my opinion and apparently it would come off as being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. But, you know. My sister would. She got popped in the mouth a lot. Yeah. But she was being disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. I was disrespectful with teachers. That was my thing. That's how I took my anger out. Mm-hmm. I've always had a problem with authority. You know, it's like they need to. Yeah. I don't like people. I don't like people telling me what to do. I hate it. Yeah. I absolutely hate it. Oh. Um, I just understand. Like, I know, like, work, you know, whatever, supervisors, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, like... Yeah. I was saying to my the owner of the restaurant that I work at the other day, I was he, we were talking about how much the restaurant is gone. Y'all have almost been there three years. Oh my god, really? It'll be three years in February. And that I was talking about how right. much the restaurant has grown and how much we've grown as a staff and blah, 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 blah. And then I stopped and I was like, damn, I'm the only person left. Damn. I was like, damn, I've almost been here for three years. How have you not fired me yet? I have given y'all hell. <laughs> And he kind of laughed and he was like, eh, yeah, but you're good. So, yeah. like, I cuss everybody out. I don't give a fuck who you are. And I've been, I've been that way at every job. And there's been times when I probably should have been fired that I wasn't. Yeah, same. I just, like, I feel like sometimes management, especially if you've never worked in a lower position, they don't understand and that's stupid, but that's for another conversation. But we're going to move along. I'm going to let you take the arts. Uh, yes, the arts. We are keeping the arts in the black box. Honestly, the same way with sports. Black people are kind of dominating the arts right now. Mm-hmm. We have Tyler Perry opening the biggest production studio in the world. Um, shout out to Tyler Perry. We love you. Thank- he came from literally nothing. Literally, he was homeless. And living in his car. Yeah. And now he is... Not only rich, famous, and doing all these great things, but giving back to the community. And creating job opportunities. Like Take notice Everybody. Yes. Um, Oprah starting her, com- her production company. Mm-hmm. Um, she has her own fucking channel called OWN. OWN. The Oprah Winfrey Network because OWN. she owns that bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was fired from her first job. Yeah. I'm 24. Take note again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Viola Davis and Ooh, Denzel Washington mm-hmm. and just all of these amazing people who are doing such amazing things right now. Um, and uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda with Hamilton being one of the first historically accurate mm-hmm. production or uh, portrayals of Alexander Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Completely non-white people cast. Mm. Like, no white people in that cast mm-hmm. at all. And it just is 
refreshing to hear this hip hop fucking Broadway music. I just, oh, Hamilton is great. It is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we are, uh, who was fucking Whoopi Goldberg, one of the first people to win an EGOT, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Mm. Um, Viola Davis is well on her way. I think she all she needs now is an, a Grammy because she's got an Emmy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Um, how's she gonna get a Grammy? Shit, I'm about to try to figure out how. <laughs> I know you got the coins, Viola, but I'll pay for your voice lessons. I just want you to have a Grammy. Hey, she can rap. Uh, listen, I'm yeah. with the shits. Like, I just am. Or she can produce something. She could. Yeah. 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 Like Three Six Mafia got that uh that oh, Grammy for yeah. uh what was that? Hustle and Flow soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, the Hustle and Flow soundtrack is so good. It is. Um, but also dominating in the music industry, you got Lizzo yes. showing up not only for Black people but for the BBWs in the Ow. world. Um, you got fucking Missy Elliott coming back and just oh, okay, absolutely her destroying. album isn't getting as much. Play as I would like. It's it really is good. It's so good. It's so good. Throw it back is my Throw shit. Back. Throw it back. Throw it back. Watch me. Throw, Throw it, it back. back. Um, shit. I was about to say somebody else. Lil Kim just dropped a new album. Did she really? I I listened to it a little bit. It's okay. I think uh, she's too much trying to cater to the younger generation, but yeah, I get. Also, we got all these new artists along with Lizzo. You got Hot Girl Meg, Megan The Stallion. Ew. You got Doja Cat, who... Yes. Let me tell you how genius Doja Cat is. I was thinking about this the other day, and I really just have to take a minute to 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 um, gush about Doja. Doja Cat has been making music for a while, it, it seems like. Yeah, she's she been re- under the radar for a long time. A long time. Mm-hmm. And she made this song called Moo. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I thought it was called Bitch, I'm a Cow. <laughs> I, I like that title better and I always bitch, call it I'm Bitch, a I'm a Cow. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you've seen it. It was a viral video. It Ooh. was, but it was a real life song. It's on her album. And if you listen to it without the video, it fucking slaps. It does. With the video, it slaps. But without the video, she like is actually spitting some lyrical content. And she said she was just like in the studio waiting on something and just start fucking around. And they so happened to be recording her. Like, (laughs) what is nuts about what is nuts? And the reason I want to, I just got to scoot a little closer. And the reason I want to gush about Doja Cat for a minute, because yes, she was slowly fucking around, fucking around. Yes, she was, you know, under the radar. But this song, this viral video she somehow created not only a viral meme-worthy video, an amazing song that you can just listen to and bop to, but she single-handedly boosted her own career with these with this one thing. Everybody was like, who the fuck is this? And went back and looked at her entire discography and was like, yeah. Oh, not only can she do this funny ass song. She actually has some bangers. She actually has some fucking bangers. Yes. Juicy, I've been obsessed with Juicy. Juicy. She gave me Juicy and Juicy. Yeah. She, you know, juicy and then I I think somebody put me on her like three years ago with her song So High. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, who is this girl? And like I was hooked. And yes. then her new song, uh Rules. Yeah. Mm. Play with my pussy, but don't play with my emotions. Listen. That just that just hit home, girl. I think it was you that played Tia Tamara for me. Somebody played Tia Tamara for I me. And I was. didn't like it initially. What? 
I didn't. I was like, mm. uh, Rico Nasty. I like Rico Nasty too. Yeah, Rico Nasty is good too. Yeah. I didn't like it initially, but then I just listened to it the other day, and I was like, why didn't I like this? Yeah, Tia Tamara. I love Tia it. I love it. I I. As an artist, as a creator, as a musician, as an actor, as a writer, as a performer, as all of these things, a multi-hyphenate as they call it, I am floored by the fact that Doja Cat was like, I'm going to release a song and create a video and everybody's going to know who I am. And it kind of outshined the release of Nicki Minaj's album, Queen. It absolutely did. It did. And Queen was a pretty decent album. It really was. But I would skip some of the songs on Queen and I haven't skipped a single song on Doja Cat's album. You know, and that's not, that is not comparing the two. They are completely different, whatever. But I just want her and Meg and Lizzo, not necessarily together, but I just need collaborations either with, you know, Meg and Doja and Meg and Lizzo. Well, Meg and Lizzo were working on the song together. Oh, I think we talked about that. Yeah. I need to see it. I need more music from Meg. Like, she mm-hmm. just dropped um, a new song not too long ago, um, Ride or Dies, for the contract, the soundtrack of a movie coming out called Queen and Slim. Oh, yeah, which looks um, really good. Yeah, I think it has a guy. Daniel Kaluuya is in that there movie, go, and go. he is fucking talented as fuck. He is fine as fuck, first of that all. That is also very true. So much chocolate. Very. Give me diabetes, <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that thing I sent you? That was like, I just took a DNA test. Turns out I've had diabetes for 20 years. Did I even see that? <laughs> <laughs> I have to show it to you. It's the guy from the diabetes commercial. I've had diabetes for 20 years. Oh my. Ronnie sent me that. It was goodness. fucking hilarious. Uh, but yes, there's so many black people right now dominating the arts. And like you said, there's a black renaissance where black people really truly are realizing that we are allowed to do all these things. Mm -hmm. We are allowed to be creative. We are allowed to be business people. We are allowed to be entrepreneurs, uh, actors, writers. Quote unquote hippies. Hippie if you want to be a hippie. A hotep if you want to do it right. Like you are allowed to be anything you want to be. And I think we are finally breaking out of, quote, the proverbial black box. There you go. Um, Yeah. Let's move along to things to put in the black box. All right. Um, Like you said, we're having a black renaissance and um, a lot of black entrepreneurs are popping up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it really burns me up to see people wearing Gucci, Louis, Chanel. Especially Gucci. Yeah. um, Louis Vuitton, Chloe, what have you. Spending all this money on Fendi belts, but when it comes to supporting a black business that has a hoodie on sale for $60, oh, that's too much. And expecting, like you have written down here, mm-hmm. and a discount. Yeah. Black business owned businesses does not equate to having a discount or getting something for free. And if your friend owns the business and is offering you a discount, mm-hmm. you can still turn it down. Exactly. Like we have a friend that does photography. And I still haven't done this shoot yet. I just haven't We still need to do our shoot. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, hey, how much do you charge for a shoot? And he was like, well, I'm going to give you a discounted rate of, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. How much do you charge for a shoot? Because this is, you taking the time out of your day to do something 
you know, to uh, offer me a service and I want to pay you for this service. Exactly. And I think that's just, I wish more people were like that. Oh, because I'm okay. Thank you. Excuse me. Um, but also repost. If you see somebody, even if you don't know them, and that's a thing, if people don't know you, they're not going to repost. Mm-hmm. And that's a stupid. I, oh my God. Yeah, it doesn't me. make sense. <laughs> that's one more coming, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> um, but repost and word of mouth is such a powerful thing because recently Popeye's ch- chicken, Louisiana style chicken, just sold out for the longest in America those chicken sandwiches mm-hmm. because of word of mouth. Because People of word of mouth. posting it on social media. Just think. Make your friends go viral. Yes. Yes. Help bless your friend's business like y'all help Popeyes. That's like my biggest thing is always I appreciate everybody that supports me and my music and whatever, but always like sh- share it. Share it. Just share. Just share it. One share. Share it. You don't even have to share everything I post. No. But one. Yeah, just- and if you know like um it's a couple people I know that like um have some, you know, just took a hobby and like I have a friend that does keychains and she posted on her social media hey if you guys want keychains bam shared it mm-hmm. and she got two more two new customers yeah like even if you even if you don't have a large following if you reach if you repost it reach share it whatever you don't know how much business you can bring to your friends so much business yes. like the internet and social media is such a powerful thing and when it's used for the right reasons mm-hmm. it truly can grow a business it can grow if you, even if you want to be a quote influencer like if i wanted to switch my motherfucking gears and be a beauty guru all of a sudden because mm-hmm. i've been watching a lot of beauty videos um sharing that one thing makes it so much easier for me to be influenced and for everybody like Bring your friends with you. That's yeah. my thing. Like I want, I want to bring everybody with me, as many exactly. people as I fucking can. So support your friends. Exactly. Sure they shit. Sure they shit. Go help them. Help them go viral. Pay your friends full full price for that hoodie. Yes. Yes. Um, also, to put in the black box, I recently had a conversation with a group of black women, and we kind of had an argument about respecting other cultures and ethnicities um and i really like my friends like oh my god you're so earthy and it has nothing to do with being earthy it just has to do with mutual respect and not being ignorant about stuff Mm -hmm. and um like somebody made a comment and was like oh this mexican lady did this this, and that and she stopped and was like well i'm not sure if she was mexican but this mexican lady i was like okay if you're not sure that she was mexican then don't call her Mexican. Just call her Latinx or Hispanic. Right. And somebody else was like, well, I'm just going to call her Mexican because that's just Mexican. No, it's not. No, it's not just Mexican. And there that's is, disrespectful. There are so many countries. Yes. Around Mexico. Yes. Like Mexico is right there. Yes. Yeah. However, you got, you got Guatemala. Ecuador. You got Ecuador. Yes. We learned a whole motherfucking song about Latin America in yes. school. I, I'm going to need you to remember. I'm going to need you like, to just be correct about it. Yes. Yes. Um, and that's one thing like you were saying we need to get all your friends Mm -hmm. like make them 
understands your friends and your family. Yeah. If they say something that sounds casually racist or uh-huh. they say something that sounds um prejudice. Prejudice. Yes. Mm-mm. No, no, stop it. Stop no, it. No, ma'am. No, yes. we're not finna say that today. Yeah. Yeah. We finna educate. Yeah. Educate your friends. Exactly. And it might be uncomfortable. It might create a situation. But by all means, you have to bring awareness to it. Mm-hmm. And people will be like, oh, well, that's not my problem. It is a world problem. Ignorance is a world problem. Prejudice is a world problem. Yep. And we have to stop it. It's not just a black and white thing. It's a brown thing. It's a yellow thing. It's a purple thing. It's a green thing. It's a fuchsia thing. It needs to <laughs> stop. It's like, gotta it's go. stupid as hell. Yes. Um, also, solidarity. Solidarity within the black community, I understand that everybody's not going to think the same. Everybody's not going to have the same ideology. That, like we were talking about earlier, the colorism, uh, the crabs in the bucket mentality, mm-hmm. uh, the hotel, um, you know, just let's say that it needs to stop. At the end of the day, we all black. We must come together to combat this system to combat this systematic racism that's been going on in this country for way too long. Way too motherfucking long. You have long. to vote, not just in a presidential election, but in um, your local elections, uh, your aldermen, your mayors, your governors, the Senate. And be educated about the issues too. Don't just go in. And I am guilty of this myself, not mm-hmm. being completely educated on everything that's happening. Yeah. Um, and just kind of going in blind. Yeah. Uh, I am not a political person and I don't care about politics, but I do care about myself and my family and my friends and my Mm -hmm. country. Um, I am not a patriotic person, but I believe that America can be an amazing place for people who aren't from here. (laughs) Um, And the people who... And they won't say they own this land, but the people who originated this land deserve the respect and the First love. Nation people. Yes. And so my always my thing is like, all right, who is actually speaking for all of us? Who mm-hmm. is speaking for, you know, the people who don't get a voice? Mm-hmm. And educate yourself. Exactly. And then one more thing, and I forgot to mention this, I'm taking it out of the black box burning it shooting it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um what happens in my house stays in my house yes that statement alone has caused so many people to suffer in silence from Mm -hmm. domestic violence from molestation Mm -hmm. all of that it is okay to seek help yes that whole like it's just but it, it not but and you as a parent, as a grown person, you that almost makes it feel like your child can't even come to you mm-hmm. if something happens. Yeah, you because brought- that whole I, if it, if something if the child is molested in their cousin's house or what happens in my house stays in my house, so they come at home and they're like, "Well, this happened in my cousin's house, so I can't even tell you right what happened." Right, and I've heard you say this to me, uh huh. So I know that this is something I shouldn't be telling you. Right. It it just it creates this suffering. And Unnecessarily I suffering. I saw a quote that said, um, stop being stop being obsessed. I can't remember the exact wording, but stop being obsessed with the struggle or something like that. Like you can't it becomes a place of comfort 
mm-hmm. even though it's a toxic place. And then we have this ideology that we're, it's supposed to be that way. Mm-hmm. And we need to dead that. We need to get rid of that whole idea that suffering and struggling and not being able to seek help is. And it happens a lot of media. There's a lot of movies and stuff in production that highlights. Um, even though I love the new Harriet Tubman movie um, series, whatever. Um, I'm so tired of it. I this I'm, Harriet Tubman movie is gonna be my last one. <laughs> yeah. I because. Literally a week before the trailer came out for it, I was asking for a Harriet Tubman movie. Uh-huh. And now somebody... And actually, uh, fun fact, the woman who is directing the Harriet Tubman movie is from St. Louis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm even more excited about it uh-huh. because somebody from my home is doing big things for black people. She's yes. done a bunch of movies, actually. Um, but the, yeah, this Harriet Tubman movie, because I feel like it's not going to be a stereotypical slavery movie. So... Yeah, but it's just like, you know, we were, and I think that's what we struggle as black people is the identity before we were slaves, mm-hmm. enslaved. Um, and we don't, or before, you know, um, segregation and what have you. And just like, we need to see ourselves out of the struggle. Yeah, true. And um, what happened before, like the history of the Moors and mm-hmm. Hannibal um, almost taking over Rome and um, Mansa Musa being the richest person ever in rec- in recorded history, mm-hmm. um, things like that. So yeah, we need to. In Hollywood, y'all got money. Black people in Hollywood, y'all got money. Come mm-hmm. together, do something. Yeah, please. Yes, please. Uh, um, I think this is a good spot for our question of the day. Sure. Of the week, I mean. Um, And I'm just going to kind of make this a blanket question for the whole episode. Um, How do I phrase it? Uh, Fuck it. I'm just going to ask it the way it popped up into my head. Um, And this is really for our listeners. It's not really for us because we've already explained what we want in and out of the black box. But what do you want to put in the black box? Mm -hmm. What two part question. What does the black box box mean to you, and what do you want to put in the black box? Exactly. Because we want to know, uh, and we touched on some very important things. We did. Mm-hmm. We really did. Um, my shenanigan question of the week, okay. which is kind of piggybacking on what you said, but in a different light. Mm-hmm. Tell me something about yourself that will get your black card revoked. I don't know how to play spades. Um, yeah. That that would definitely get my black card snatched. I don't eat shitterlings. I don't either. Yeah. I refuse to eat coon, rabbit, shitterlings. Rabbit, I'm interested in. Coon, you can keep. Nah. Uh, Chisser Links. Um, I Big Feet, Snout, Snoop, whatever. Snoop is good. You gotta get the fuck out right now. If it's <laughs> if it ain't like the whole piece of the nose and you can tell that that's what it is. You just eat nose like that, eat the boogers, all of that. You cook it off. The pig boogers. You cook them pig boogers off. 
Ugh. Not pigs' feet? No, thank you. No. Chicken feet? No, thank you. I ain't eating nobody's feet. Keep your motherfucking feet away from me. I thought you was a toe sucker. Hell the fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am, no ham, no turkey, no bacon. I, you better keep your feet away from anywhere below the ground. Above the ground, I'm sorry. I don't want it. I don't want it. Dang. No, thank you. Dang. No, thank you. That's so sad. But, yes, um, I will agree with you on the chitter links. No, thank you. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. No, not at all. What did I say in the one episode? I don't eat chicken links. I don't eat picker feet. Picker feet? So our black-owned highlights. Uh, I'm gonna highlight something. Um, they're actually it's called Ellis Island Tropical Tea. Love uh, it. They you know are me. a black-owned hibiscus tea line. Um, that actually has distribution uh, at Walmart right now. Oh. Yeah. So I can't wait to try it. I feel um, like that should be kind of a new thing. Like if we highlight a black owned business and they do like sell a product uh-huh. regionally, not regionally, but like nationally. Actually, yeah. We should try it. Exactly. And the owner is on Forbes list of 30 under 30. So Liz. she is doing the damn thing. Let me get her name. Her name is, ooh. Nyla Ellis Brown. Okay. She was named Forbes 30 Under 30 in 2016. How do you spell Nyla? It is N-A-I-L-A-H. Ellis hyphenated Brown. Okay. Yes. And they have some... You can order it online, too. You can... Um, oh, I've seen her before. Yeah. So they're selling it. Oh, they're selling it at Whole Foods too. Meyer, I've never heard I've of that. I've seen this tea before. Okay, I yeah. need to try it. Um, a lot of these stores I haven't heard of. Um, the Eastern Market in Detroit, the Hudson Cafe. Um, you can order online. They have Jamaican sweet tea. They have Jamaican herbal tea. Yes. Yeah, so. Delicious. Delicious. We know I love a good tea. Oh yes, love. Mm-hmm. Same here. Oh, then you can find it at Sam's Club as well. So awesome. Go ahead, Isla. Get you some Ellis Island tea. Yes, and I was just talking about this last episode, but I couldn't remember the name or the name of the product. But Hector Pino created Fresh Water, which mm-hmm. takes air vapors, purifies it, and turns it into drinking water. Yes. So go check him out. Go repost and repost and repost and protect that man and help him get to damn Flint, Michigan because they still ain't got no damn clean water. Listen, still fighting for clean water in our own country. In 2019. Listen. In America. America, explain. America, explain. Explain. What do you mean? No clean water. That video will forever I watched be it in the my other mind. Day. I watched it the other day. America, explain. What do you mean? This, this is Kansas and this is not our Kansas? She was so confused. I am confusion. I am confusion. America, explain. That would, that would be funny. Forever. But um, don't. Go ahead. No, I was probably going to say the exact same thing you were about to say, so please. Oh, don't forget to follow us on our social media Yeah, I was about to say the exact same thing ew. you were about to say. Kindred mine. Ew, ew, ew. Um, on Instagram, we are urban underscore proper. Nope, that's Twitter. That's what I meant. <laughs> 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 on Twitter. And I was like, 
right for Twitter, but I said Instagram. <laughs> on Twitter, we are urban underscore proper. Uh, on Facebook and Instagram, we are urban proper podcast. Mm-hmm. And on Facebook? And on Facebook and Twitter. Instagram, okay. Facebook and Instagram. Fuck. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we can't get it together. Let's um, <laughs> We got to tap out right we now. We got to trash the whole episode. No. <laughs> we got to start all the way over. Um, and then on YouTube, which is a little um, not up to date yet. Um, <laughs> but on YouTube, we are Urban Proper Podcast. You can catch all of the episodes up to, I believe, Season two, episode one. Yeah, and share, 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 please. Share, 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 share. share. We are on Spotify. We are on SoundCloud. We are on Google Podcasts. We are still working on that goddamn iTunes. Um, But we're going to get there. We're potentially switching streaming services, so we will let you know. Yes. Um, Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, and Halloween's happening this week, so you know, Make hope sure. to see you know, hope you get some spooky dick and some spooky click. Um, and protecting <laughs> yourself. And we wanna see your outfits and our proper gonna be out and about Okay, doing the damn thing. We probably gonna be drunk, but don't mind us. It's okay, you can get a little lit sometimes. Yeah, come take a shot with us. Um, I wanna just say before we close. Uh, Mark and I can never say his last name because I'm, so I'm not even going to try Lady Gaga's former dancer mm-hmm. um, used to do still kind of does Cut to the Feeling Friday you know the guy that did the wig thing Mm-mm. I have to show you um, he's super gay he's fine as fuck too um, but his Halloween his October post he always uh-huh. does a crazy video in his room with wigs and so he goes October good to see you you spooky bitch and I was like Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, when stuff just hits your soul, like, yeah, that's, that's yeah. yeah. Mm, good to see you. That's like Doja Cat's new song was like, play with my pussy, don't play with my emotions. I was like, yes, yes, bitch. yes. yes. You feel me. You that feel video me. Also, oh. I love it. Oh. And then everybody trying to compare her to Nikki and saying she's still in uh, oh. Kendrick Lamar's flow. I'm like, you guys are so fucking negative. Listen, uh, we're going to have to make that the next episode. Yeah. We're gonna have to. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, until next time, you guys. Bye. Bye.